and Zabin the fear of God and listen to the Holy Gospel, a chapter from the Holy Gospel according to Saint Luke. May his blessing be with us, Ulamen. Awesome, O Archer David, the Prophet and King. May his blessings be with Ulamen. God is glorified in the council of the saints, great and terrible towards all that are round about him. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, O Lord, Savior of us, O Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, glory be to forever and ever. Amen. After these things, the Lord appointed seventy others also, and sent them two by two before his face into every city and every place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, praise the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way, behold, I sent you out as lambs among wolves, carry neither money back, sack nor sandals, and greet no one al along the road. But whatever house you enter first, say peace to this house, and if a son of peace is there, your peace will, be, will rest on it. If not, it will return to you, and remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his wages, so <clears throat> do not go from house to house, whatever city you enter, and they will receive you, eat such things as are set before you, and heal the sick who are there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whatever city you enter and they do not receive you, go out into its streets and say, The very dust of your city which clings to us we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near to you. But I say to you that it will be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethesda, for if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre or Sidon, they would have repented a great while ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And you, Kevnaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be thrust down to heads. He who hears you, you hear me, hears me. He who rejects you, rejects me. And he who rejects me, rejects him who sent me. Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I, say, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to tremble on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice, because your names are written in heaven. And glory be to God forever. 
In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Yesterday, the Church celebrated <coughs> the feast of the Apostles, and tomorrow we are celebrating the feast of Saint Shinuti the Archimedes, right? And after tomorrow is the feast of Saint Bishol. And what I would like to share with you today, the highway of holiness. Isaiah was prophesying in Isaiah chapter 35 about a certain time when this highway of holiness will be in front of every one of us. The apostles came to preach to us the way of holiness. Those saints, we are celebrating their lives, St. Shinoda, St. Shoi, even St. Peter and St. Paul yesterday, they were in a great, as a great testimony that this life, this holy way, highway of holiness is access, accessible and available to every one of us. Saint, Syrians is, uh, Saint Isaac the Syrian was saying, the power to bear mysteries which the humble man has received, which makes his perfect in every, which make him perfect in every virtue without toil. This is the very power which the blessed apostles received in the form of fire. <clears throat> and this same fire, this form of fire has been given to us in the first day when we were baptized. We received the Holy Spirit and <clears throat> we have the same power that the apostles had on that day. The gospel today is, are full of good news, but with each and every good news, there is a warning. <clears throat> and it's very important to see that the church and the Lord and the teaching of our church fathers is always balanced. When they are giving us the good news, they are giving always a warning. It's not only good news without any obligations or without any commitment from our side. So we heard today the first <coughs> verses from chapter 10 in Luke, and yesterday it was Matthew chapter 10. Nearly the same thing. Yesterday the Lord was appointing 12 disciples, today he appointed 70 and sent them for the same mission. So yesterday in Matthew 10, 1 we heard, and when he had <coughs> called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. This is the gift of the New Testament. Now man restored his authority and his power, he can cast out demons. He has no power over him any, anymore. And it's only through the power of the name of Christ. We heard it today in the very end of the gospel that they came rejoicing that even evil spirits are submitting and are having authority through the disciples against them. But always there is a warning. And we had this warning today. <clears throat> and we had it also in Luke chapter 10 and in Matthew chapter 10. <clears throat> but whatever city you enter, and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, the very dust of your city which clings to us, we wipe off against you. And then it will be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. It gives us this un, this a, a, a gift for the church, authority over the enemy. There's a highway of holiness has been opened through the incarnation and all the acts of the life of Christ. But there is a warning, don't take it lightly. Don't reject the message. Don't pick up part of it and leave the other part. <clears throat> because there is a very sharp warning. Yesterday we celebrated also the liturgy of the water, which we prayed three times in the year. And what I would like to share with you is, I shared yesterday in the church in Glasgow, 
the, only the prophecies of the prayer. We have seven prophecies in the morning before the liturgy. But the middle of them was Isaiah telling us, a highway shall be there and a road and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. It's very encouraging to know even if a fool will go through his way, he will never go astray. It's good news, but always there is a warning beside it. We find that the seven readings or the prophecies yesterday, all of them was giving us first good news and a warning. Good news and a warning, except the last two one. First two was from Exodus, and then three from Isaiah, and then the last two from Zechariah. Let me take them one by one. All of them talk about the water, because the church yesterday celebrated the, uh, the end, which means the church is coming to wash the filth of the world, to wash the filth of our sins. To, after we are born of water and spirit in our baptism, now we need to be washed <coughs> continuously. In Exodus chapter 15, it's just the first incident after passing the Red Sea was a great miracle. We have found the highway, highway of holiness based on obedience. What Moses did with them was nonsense for any human being, but they accepted to, uh, to have it as a command for God that we are going through the Red Sea. And they passed the Red Sea, the highway of holiness. And immediately, so he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. They were very thirsty, and there is no water. They found a water, but this water was bitter. And then the Lord immediately pointed out to Moses. So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast, cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. And the church fathers told us this is the cross. The cross is the only way to convert our bitterness into sweetness, our bitterness of sin and our slavery into the sweetness of freedom in Christ. This is the good news in this passage. But in the same chapter, he was giving them even more greater news. Just they moved immediately from the wilderness of sin and they moved to Elim. Then they came to Elim where they were 12 wells of water and 70 palm trees, so they camped there by the waters. So if you choose the highway of holiness, you'll find some bitterness in your way. But be sure that through the cross, this bitterness is going to be converted into sweetness. And more than that, you will be led to 12 wells of water. Yesterday, and even in the Gospel of the Laan yesterday, was John chapter 5 when the man who was paralyzed for 38 years waiting the angel to move the water. And the church was telling us yesterday, moving the water was by an angel for one person to be healed. But now the whole prayer of, of, of the, the end, we were moving the water in the name of Christ, in the name of the Holy Trinity, through the cross. And that's why we were in such status, 12 worlds of water. And the church is telling us, through moving the water, healing is for every member who is going to be anointed with this water or to use this water for any use. And then the next one was Exodus chapter 30. 
He gave us the good news and the warning as well. There is a holy highway of holiness, but it's your choice to enjoy it. When they go into the tabernacle of meeting, this is the instructions of the Lord to Moses how to build the tabernacle and what to put inside it. Of meeting, he told them to make a, a, a basin or lava, marhada and nuhasiya. When they go into the tabernacle of meeting or when they come near the altar to minister to burn an offering made by fire to the Lord, they shall wash with water lest they die. It's telling us it's very important to see that the holy way, highway of holiness, you need a continuous washing, unless, lest you die. It is not making us to fear it, but it is making us to make it more serious. When we speak about repentance, it's a life of repentance. It's not I repented a year ago or 10 years ago, I, I confessed once in my life. It's how you do it in your life, how you feel that you are always need to be washed by this water. And in the same time, it was a sign that you are going to be in the presence of God, in the holy place or in the holiest of all, as a high priest or the priest. But he's telling you, are you washed lest you die? Are you in the church as a habit? Or you are coming with a real heart of repentance. You confessed your sins and you are coming to enjoy being in his presence, to enjoy being a participant as we spoke last week, or a partaker of the divine life of the Holy Trinity. Then Isaiah, first prophecy was from Isaiah 1. Again, another great news. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as, white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Which is amazing news. Come, whatever sins you have done, He is ready to forgive you and even to pass away the times of ignorance. So when we hear to pray, it's, not, it's very good, let us come to the Lord. But are you going to take it a serious life or just, I'm going to sin because He is a forgiver of sins. Next verse immediately, verse 19 and 20. If you are willing and obedient, it's a life status, it's not one of. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. It's your choice. Then he continued, but if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. It's a warning. Not to say that the promise is not true, the promise is very true. When we have a law, in, even in the country, the law is to protect us. But the one who made the law, or the lawgiver, did not intend to put us in prison. Did not intend to give us penalties. But it's our choice to do it. His law was for mainly my protection and your, your protection. So he's telling us again, there's a highway of holiness. Is heaven has been opened and the Lord said today, I have seen the devil or Satan coming down from heaven as lighting. He has no power anymore. But it's your choice again to, to walk this holy way or to remain where you are and he has authority over your life, over your family and over everything around you. The uh, second one was, as I said, uh, Isaiah chapter 35 and he was saying, then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb sing for water shall burst forth in the wilderness. If you feel that, you have no hope at all. From this wilderness, water is coming out. And streams in the desert. If you feel that there is no hope, it's going to come out. 
but immediately giving them the, the warning. This what we feared few minutes ago. A highway shall be there and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. Again, the unclean shall not pass over it. It's your choice to be cleansed in the blood of the Lamb. It's your choice to be cleansed continuously with a life of repentance. To stop your own stubbornness, stop your own ideas, to stop your own understanding, and to lean on Him, on the church teaching. The unclean shall not pass over it, but shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. And this is our calling. It's not depending on your own intelligence. You trust on him, and you choose the way, and he will lead you through the church. And again, the following one, Isaiah 44, chapter 44, verse 3. For I will pour out water on him who is thirsty, and floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants, and my blessings on your offspring. Whatever hunger or thirst in your life, he is going to fulfill it. It's the promise. But immediately he is giving a warning. You have bought me no sweet cane with money, nor have you satisfied me with the fat of your sacrifices, but you have burdened me with your sins. You have wearied me with your iniquities. He's saying me, if you choose to sin, believing that I am a forgiver, you are mistaken. I'm here to help the weak. I'm here to help the sinners, but not those who are rejecting the highway of holiness. The church telling us the apostles came to preach the highway of holiness. The church left this highway of holiness. And now it's my choice. In each and every liturgy, I have both in front of my eyes. Zechariah was telling us in chapter 7, verse 7 and 8, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will save my people from the land of the east. You know, Zechariah was prophesying immediately or at the very end of the captivity. In chapter 1 and 2, he was telling them, come back, come back from the captivity and rebuild the temple and rebuild the world of Jerusalem. And if you choose this holy way, because it seems very nonsense. If I am living in a land of immigration, whatever it is, and I have my own life established for 30, 70 years for some of them, why I have to move back to a land which is destroyed? But this is the holy land, or this is the highway of holiness. And I will save my people from the land of the east and from the land of the west. I will bring them back, and they shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. They shall be my people, and I'll be their God in truth and righteousness. The same message. If you choose it, you are my son, and I am your God. And the life will go, is going to be transform if we choose the highway of holiness. In the last prophecy, it was Zechariah 14.8, he was telling us the same good news. And in that day it shall be that living water shall flow from Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the church. Jerusalem is your heart. Jerusalem is your family. But he is telling us if we choose the highway of holiness. Half of them towards the eastern sea and half of them towards the western sea. But is it occasional, seasonal? No. In both summer and winter, it shall occur. You will never be in need if you choose this highway of holiness. Let us pray with St. Augustine this last prayer. Open up their eyes, 
open our eyes, O Lord, to behold you and be amazed by the beauty of your truth, to hasten, to run, and worship you, seeking a real unity with the body and the blood of Christ, to hasten, to run, and to worship him. May the good of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you from now and forever and ever. Amen.